The Michigan State Spartans held Georgia Southern to 11 first half points en route to an 86-55 win on Tuesday. Let's bring in Tom Izzo, the head coach of the team, and WJR senior sports analyst Steve Courtney. Let's break it all down, guys. All right, Jamie. Good morning to you. Hello again, everyone. This conversation with Magnum T.I., Brought to you by the hardworking men and women at Bill Brown Ford. Forward down the field. Yes, the W's are stacking up. Winged wheelers back on the winning side of things last night. My good friend Matt Garko and his team are stacking wins each and every day. Drive with the champions at Bill Brown Ford. Shop their True View inventory at BillBrownFord.com today. Yeah, Tuesday night at the Breslin Center, your Spartans playing host to the Eagles of Georgia Southern. A suffocating first half of defense put on by the Spartans, holding Georgia Southern to 34% shooting in the first half. There was a lineup change. The sophomore Trey Holloman gets the start at point guard, responds with a career-best 10 assists to go along with 7 points. A.J. Hogard comes off the bench, adding 12 points. Let's get the thoughts of Coach Izzo himself. How are you, sir? Well, Jamie, Lloyd, Steve, how are you guys? It's... uh not the greatest weather up here. How's it down in Detroit? Uh, we were like, just saying it looks like Gotham City ugly. out there. <laughs> ugly. Well, well, that's good to know. So <laughs> Don't come down thing. here. This would yeah, uh, this would be a uh, this would be a speedo day in Iron Mountain, though. <laughs> yeah, it would be. And uh, you know, the good news is uh, we're uh, we're all in the same boat here, but. Uh, you know what we played. Uh, you know, I mean, the competition wasn't as good. I mean, let's let's be real. In our in our minds, we played the second, third, fifth best team in the country in Tennessee, Arizona, and Duke, and uh, at the time, and then uh, you know the number seventeen JMU. So this was a step down. Um, Charlie uh, Henry, who's from our state, um, really good guy, and he's building a program there, and he's got some talent. He's just in fact, I just got up the phone with him this morning, just trying to figure out how to put it all together. So we don't look at this as any uh, monumental win, but uh, we look at it as, you know, shot a little better, defense is better. Um, we're going to start shooting it better. I mean, it's it's gradually the last four games have been better than the first three, and so we're, we're making some progress, but uh, not where we need to be or want to be yet, and Thank God we've got this week to prepare for Wisconsin, which I think will help us. I, I was just going to say that's got to be a welcome rest because you guys have been going nonstop since the beginning of the season. Yeah, yeah we talked about that as a staff, too. You know, I mean, it, geez, and then, then, you know, we get another week in between games next week, but it's finals week. So, I mean, you know, <laughs> those uh, other than Steve, I know the, the rest of us went to college. And <laughs> Steve, he didn't study, so uh, <laughs> it wasn't because he didn't have to, because he couldn't. But uh, it was uh, so that's a tough week too. But you, you're right this this early season stuff uh, for everybody. I mean, I'm sure Juwan feels this way. I mean, it's we're all trying to play better teams. You get in these tournaments of some kind. You you play who you play, but it is taxing in a short period of time and. Uh, so, you know, I mean, that's not our excuse because we started out, but you should start out better than we did. But, uh, you know, those shots are going to fall, guys. And when he does, uh, we're going to go from, a, I think, a good team to a really good team. And that's 
that's what I'm banking on, and that's what I'm looking forward to. We had a great practice yesterday. Um, we'll go shorter today, and then we'll start game prep for Wisconsin. So uh, important uh, time for us right now. Coach, you, you mentioned, I think I, I read somewhere that you mentioned that the team needs to put two consistent halves together, not just perform well in one. Right. So right. I, how are you right. working with the players to – to make sure they maintain that high level of performance throughout the entirety of the game, especially in these highly competitive matches. Yeah, yeah, you know, and, and I think more in the highly competitive, like this game, they scored 11 points the first half. We never held a team to 11. Some was our defense. Some was they missed some shots too. But uh, the second half, you know, I, it's hard to maintain that when you're 35 up. I mean, I, I am a realist somewhere uh-huh. in this body. Um <laughs> But I'm more concerned with, you know, like against Duke, you know, it's there's five minutes left to go in the first half, and the game is uh, it's 19-18. And then we just go on a little spurt and uh, a negative. Then they, you know, then we go on a positive spurt, we cut it to two or three, and then we just, you know, we're not maintaining. And, and the same happened with Arizona, you know. Yeah. Um, so that's that's what we're how – how are we trying to correct it if – if I had that answer, it wouldn't be a problem. So as you can see, I'm not perfect either. I'm I'm trying to figure out, you know, how we do a better job in pushing some buttons. And, you know, I mean, I think sometimes in the media we, we make a big deal about, you know, the, the Hogart. I, I, I benched him, uh, I guess you could say that. Uh, you know, I, I look at it as I'm pushing buttons. You know, uh, I'm trying to get my uh, – I mean, my wife does it to me. So it's a different <laughs> to, to, to Hoger, you know, she she doesn't like she doesn't like when I don't take the garbage out, so she pushes buttons, you know. And uh, so I'm pushing buttons to try to get things right. But in all fairness and honesty, um, if I didn't think um, that he's done it before, if I didn't think he could get it done, I wouldn't I wouldn't be pushing buttons. And I I know what he can do, and I'm, I I think one of my jobs is to hold him to that standard. And so. You know, it's uh, it's all part of the process, especially this day and age where, you know, I think I think half these kids are, you don't know where they're at because of all the situations and all the things you're seeing now in football uh, around the country. You know, you've made mention, Tom, of uh, you know, it's nice to get production from the young guys, Holloman and Fierce, uh, but you've made it known that the veteran guys have got to step up, Malik Hall, uh, Jaden Nakins, AJ. Um, is it built in as we're knocking on the door to the start of another Big Ten season that their intensity, uh, and they've been around, uh, will increase? You know, Steve, I, I, I'm not sure it's – like Jay Nakins, he, he, he plays hard. He, um, you know, I mean, the guy's a 40% three-point shooter, and all of a sudden he was shooting 20. And now he's up a little bit more and. uh you know, and uh, we need to get him to the line more. He's got to be a little more consistent of getting rebounds and driving the ball. But I mean, uh, you love Jaden Akins. I mean, he's, he's a three-seven student. He does. He works on his game. He's down there working on it now. He, you know, he just. I mean, like I told you, I remember when John Smoltz went through a slump and couldn't throw a, a strike. You know, I mean, right. Some of this stuff um, happens because of lack of work. That has got to be corrected. Some of it happens because it happens. Uh, that I got to fight through, live through, and, and, and believe that if you're a 40% career three-point shooter and you're in your junior year, it's going to come back. And, uh, you know, Jaden, 
is that way. And, uh, you know, Malik, you know, coming off that injury, I mean, uh, you know, he missed uh, part of last year and never was really healthy. And then he missed five months of the summers, uh, you know, the fall or spring and summer. So, I mean, you know, plus we're going to get a score back inside in another week or two, a couple of weeks probably. And, and, and um, that is going to help us a little bit. So the key is our veterans do have to play well. I'm, I'm relying on, uh, you know, um, here we had, uh, you know, just to keep with the excuse-making machine, and I, I feel like I'm doing even though I'm not. Uh, you know, we know we had Tyson miss the game and then was not very good at Arizona. You know, I, I don't need much production to turn these couple-point losses into wins. Or I don't need much, you know. I mean, can you imagine going 23 of 41 from the line and one of 20 against JMU and losing by one? I mean, you know, you just say, hey, if somebody made a free throw, you win the game, and we're not talking about it. So, I'm trying to keep those things in perspective and uh, look out at the weather and say, uh, my team's better off than the weather right now in Detroit and Michigan and uh, East Lansing, and that's what I'm going to go by. Well, Coach, you begin Big Ten play with Wisconsin and then at Nebraska on Sunday. And then the game after that is supposed to be in downtown Detroit at LCA, number nine Baylor. That's on the 16th. But the Lions just got flexed to that exact time across the street at Ford Field. Yeah, I, I think we're working on right now. Um, I think we're working on changing that to an afternoon game. I mean, easier said than done. I I think the arena would do it. I don't know. You know, TV creates an issue there. But um, uh, I don't want to be going head-to-head with the Lions. I love what they're doing. And it sure would be nice if uh, we could get that thing moved to a 2 o'clock or something or 3 o'clock and then you go right from there to the Lions game. And uh, you and Lloyd and Steve, well, Steve be sleeping by 8 o'clock. No, that sounds like the I mean, ideal two, day yeah. for my husband. Oh, Spartan basketball. You, right? yeah. Yeah. There you go. Well, get your husband uh, push the right buttons. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Coach, and of course, Steve, for joining us on this Friday. And don't go outside. Just take a nap or something. Well, if you insist. That's the advantage of basketball, guys. But Steve's taking a nap. He's got 20 <laughs> hours a day. But if... If if you if you like my recruiting pitch on that, I'll give it to you. Um, it's 72 in every gym in America, whether you're in Hawaii or whether you're in Alaska. So weather doesn't bother me. I'm I'm the round ball sport, not the oblong sport. Weather bothers them unless you're with the Lions who are indoors. So we're gonna get keep getting better, guys. And uh, I know Lloyd, you and Jamie will keep getting better, and Steve will just uh, just kind of. <laughs> We'll hope you keep getting yeah. better. Just uh, hap- I'm just happy, Tom, you shared the fact that Jaden Akins is a 3-7 student. I knew I had something in common with him. Uh, okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Yeah. You did have that in that four-year combination, but uh, <laughs> addition. But uh, but we still love you, Steve. That's why we pick on you. And at me least too. I appreciate your time, as always. Tell me they pick on me because they love me, but I. I'm not sure that's always true. <laughs> I'm not sure that's always true with you either, Steve. But, oh, uh, I don't know. We're going to get it done, and you guys have a great weekend. You too, and, Coach. Uh, I look All forward best, to Coach. talking to you next Monday, guys. All right. Thank you so much, Coach. We do love you. Uh, coming up, we're going to talk about the annual Noel Night on JR Morning.